We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app miss something from the todd feinberg show don't stress listen to the podcast at wtic.com or on the free odyssey app WTIC, good afternoon. How wonderful it is. Spring fast approaching. We got nice days to uh, help ease the way. There is so much going on. The world is nuts, of course. Our politics is nuts. Our politics is nuts because they don't represent us anymore. They just represent themselves and their, their key constituencies. And all public policy is made for the purpose of getting voters to vote for either to keep them voting the same way they are or to get them to switch over. And that's what we're up against, a totally rigged anti-democratic system that it's ironic. I was thinking about how everything about the Democratic Party is a misrepresentation. They love to attack on the things that they have their greatest vulnerability on, which I suppose is uh, is probably a good strategy because it takes the other side out of their game, I think. And um, but this is just one of those ways that that they are manipulative. They like to accuse Republicans of having uh, rigged elections or or tried to undo elections. But our elections are undone, the efficacy of them, by the idea of having government that is sending money through public policy or power, using power to help certain voters in order to get their votes. I, I do believe, do you, do you think that we used to have legitimate government? Do you think they used to actually, you know, they would do what they could to win, but they also had a certain level of ethics about what they did. They believed in America and they felt an obligation or, or the state or the town, whatever they're representing. I, I th- in my imagination, and I have no way really of testing it except to ask other people or read uh, other people, and I haven't found a consensus, but I imagine that in the past, like when I was a kid, that those politicians who behaved in much more orderly and um, official sorts of ways, they were more believable as leaders. The uh, impression I got was that they were, uh, they felt a commitment to what they did. They felt a certain responsibility to the the pledge that they take, you know, they hold up their hand. And they take a vow that they will uphold the Constitution of the United States. Or the state or whatever. And uh, I think that th- those kinds of vows were important. 
And maybe it was all held together by having a draft that everybody served in, in the war, in World War II. It didn't matter that there was a draft in World War II. Everybody ran and signed up. There are so many stories of kids who were not eligible to sign up, who just lied about their ages so, so they could go to World War II to fight. There's the answer to the question right there, isn't it? There is no question. Of course, people were patriotic. That's how it was. And if you, if you were a 14-year-old who lied so you could get to go to uh, war in World War II, and then you won elective office, you took seriously your responsibility to whatever the position was you had. And now we have none of that. None of that. And we these garbage, these garbage, this is Randy Weingarten, in case you didn't hear it earlier. Played it for Tom. But listen to Randy Weingarten, the head of the, uh, the uh, what is hers, the NEA? The big teachers union. This is her upset. Because uh, because conservatives on the Supreme Court are interpreting properly, it seems. They didn't issue a ruling, but based on the questions they were asking yesterday, she was interpreting that they were against the idea of paying off everybody's student loan debt, which, of course, it would be egregious. It would be outrageous if that ever happened. But uh, that's why she's pretending to be outraged. And frankly... And this is what really pisses me off. During the pandemic, we understood that small businesses were hurting. And we helped them. And it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. Big businesses were hurting. And we helped them challenge it. The corporations challenge it. The student loan lenders challenge it. That is not right. That is not fair. And that is what we are fighting as well when we say... So the message here is that the job of government is to give people things, right? This is what Randy Weingarten is saying. She's saying government is a line you get into and you demand free stuff. And if you don't get your free stuff, you you yell and scream and have a temper tantrum and try to get as many people as possible joining your temper tantrum so that the government feels obligated to cave in and give you what you want. And this is what the whole student loan thing is. Student loan thing is they gave things to people to help them get college educations, to buy votes. And then those things they gave people ended up boomeranging and becoming a, a huge burden on them and our society. So now they want to show their compassion by undoing the compassion they did, by robbing us of billions of dollars that don't exist. 860-522-9842. I just had to get that mentioned. Let's talk to Jim in Wellington, who always has good insights. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Yeah, let me ask you a question. Randy Weingarten, let's forget COVID for a minute. How exactly or what exactly have been the benefits of the, uh, the union that she represents what are the results? What are the results with all the hundreds of millions of dollars that that union has, got, has gotten over the years? And we're not even talking about COVID yet. And she's, well, out, the, there scream, she's the, out there screaming about how everybody else is supposed to pay for the Ponzi scheme that the government runs, that, she, that her union, that union, has benefited 
benefited to the tune of hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars with no results. Yes, but this this little screaming act she did is is to pay her obligation back to the Democrats for providing all the loot to the union. So, and that's why she has to put on the big performance and make it seem like something horrible is happening. So average Americans who have no idea how government is supposed to work because they went to public schools, as I did. <laughs> but, I, no, I understand. Believe you know, me, the whole me. thing is a rigged game. Well, no, I understand, I understand that fully. All, and all I'm saying is, it's, it's, once again, it's a height of hypocrisy concerning this particular subject where she's out there screaming. I'd like to, anybody can anybody can go out on their own and take a look at where the United States stands in English, science, you name it. And this is before COVID, and nobody benefited more than her union, that union during COVID. And where is all the money? What is it that's supposed? To, she talks about uh, nobody went to the Supreme Court. They didn't go to the Supreme Court because of. It, it, as of right now, it, it doesn't seem to be uh, an illegal thing that was happening with everybody else. But this idea that everybody has to pay for somebody else who took a loan out is nuts. It's beyond crazy, and whether it's uh, for, for students or, or anybody else for that matter. It's just well, that nuts. Is, that is absolutely true, Jim. It is nuts, and, and that's why Biden proposed it. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Robert in Cheshire. Hi, Robert. Good afternoon, Todd. Am I on the air? Yes, you are. Imagine that, just like that. Just so like that. You're, you're talking about the politicians maybe in a different era being a little more respectful of the office and respectful of the founding documents and the people that elected them. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I agree with that, and here's why. I think that you know, people have, you know, we, we, any number of, there have been any number of crooks in office. Uh, the first thought that came to mind was, Kennedy's election in 1960, where I, I understand that it was probably Chicago that was brought over, brought him over the edge. So there was probably funny business going on, just to put it that way. But then take a look at what the press was doing. Uh, you know, the old Jimmy, whatever his name was, in the Superman movies and things of that sort. I do think that the biggest failing we have right now in our society today in terms of our politicians and our public discourse is that we do not have a press that gets out there and actively tries to think about what the problem is and actually ask questions. They're more interested in currying favor with those that are in office and getting access than they are in actually doing the job that you and I might understand to be that of the press. So, they, they, well, that would be an argument for that things were better before because people were forced to be more honest because somebody kept them honest, and now we don't well, have Well, fair, fair, yeah, exactly. So now we're saying the same thing, but it is not because the politicians of that day were more honest than they are today. I think there mm-hmm. are just as many crooks then as there are now. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I I wonder. It's not just the that there were crooks, that, that there are crooks, that the whole system now is so shady that this is so corrupt on its face that I think either you um, like if you're running for some big office, you know, if you're a big politician in this country, it strikes me that you have to if you say you go into politics naively and you think, oh, you're doing something wonderful and you can't wait to work to get it on track, and then you find out how dirty and disgusting it is when you get inside there, then you have to decide if you want to live in that environment or not. And I, I think if you're not somebody really geared up for a huge fight 
and that you're willing to devote yourself to that, that you just you leave and go somewhere else so you don't have to f- smell the stench every day. Well, I mean, that, that's exactly right. That's that's why in this state where one party rule works for those in power for 40 years, the, the system, to your point, and I agree 100 percent, is so incredibly rigged in their favor that all kinds of good people look at it and they say, nah, well, I'm not going to put myself through that either because they don't have the time, they don't have the resources. And God love guys like Rob Sampson and, and uh, Gail Mastro Francesco yeah. out there doing the, the Lord's work for us. Bob Stefanowski out there putting his own resources, his own time, trying to make things, trying to make a change, uh, completely overwhelmed by <clears throat> the, the politics of the day and, and the, organ, the organized um, uh, you know, the organized efforts by the left to stop us in any way possible. I, I, I can't even begin to believe what's going on in the state right now where they're trying to ask me as a taxpayer to pay tax dollars for the evil of abortion for people from out of state. I, I, that's just one example of probably 100 I could come up with. It's just insane. It is. Robert, thank you for the call. It's nice to hear from you. As a matter of fact, I was thinking this morning, we haven't heard from Robert in a while. And there you are, 860-522-9842, rant line number, 860-751-4698. More coming up after a quick break on WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Todd here, WTIC. Follow me on Twitter, at Todd Talk. Listen, this is, I played this cut for you the other day. This is Brett Weinstein. I want to pick it apart a little bit and then use it with regard to these mishaps. They call them mishaps with the air, the airlines. Mishaps. I think it's worse than that. But listen to this concept. Posiwid. Posiwid, yeah. Purpose of system is what it does. Right. It's an acronym. Right. What it means is I don't care what that object claims to be doing. I don't even care what the people who built the object think it does. The purpose of the object is what it does. And the reason that this is so important is evolutionary. This is important for us as we look at government. The purpose of a system is what it does. Judge it by what it does, not what it pretends to be, what it calls itself, what it says it's trying to do. Okay, now listen to the air expert, so-called expert, who they had on the... um, This was, I mislabeled this. This is GMA, not the not the view, but yeah. So this is Good Morning America. Robin Roberts talking to their ABC News' uh, guy on the airline. Mishaps, miscues, almost crashes. And listen to what he says. Very close. What is your biggest concern right now? Yeah, Robin, it's important to note right off that aviation continues to be extraordinarily safe in the United States, but these are concerning. All right, so the... He has to step out and ignore her question and go straight to defending the system. And he says the system continues to be safe. By what measure, please? Why didn't she say, by what measure, sir? Is it completely safe? Well, we've got fewer airline deaths. Well, you can't measure by airline deaths and talk about a non-deadly mistake that is, or several non-deadly mishaps that are noteworthy because... We've been lucky, and they haven't resulted in death. It doesn't look that safe. 
Yeah, the FAA administrators put together sort of a top-to-bottom review of the whole aerospace safety system. So. They'll do a terrific look and they'll come up with what kinds of things need to be changed. Remember, Robin, that they'll be they'll do a terrific look and they'll figure out what needs to be changed. Well, I thought it was very safe. Things need to be changed. Remember, Robin, that the the airline industry was particularly hurt during. COVID. Uh, and, and then he gets to the truth of the matter. Here is the truth of the matter. Have you heard anyone say this? Robin, that the, the airline industry was particularly hurt during COVID. Uh, airplanes are what we use, but it's all dependent on people. So the airlines are short of pilots. They're short on mechanics. They're short on staff. And even the controllers are short by about 1,000 people. So while demand has come roaring back, the airlines are still at about 75% going into the summer travel season. Yeah, you talk about that demand because air travel is... So first he says, let me just, it's important to note that we have very safe airlines. And then he says, of course, the airlines aren't safe because, but he didn't use those words. But he's saying they don't have enough employees. The airlines don't have enough workers and there aren't enough workers in the towers. Well, on the, from the safety perspective, I, again, don't be concerned. It, it continues to be extraordinarily safe. We need It's extraordinarily safe, except it's dangerous because they don't have enough workers. Safe. We need to watch to see what the FAA does to put safety procedures back into place as we get back up to a pre-COVID level. But uh, the airlines are doing things like uh, increasing resiliency. They're taking off uh, flight schedules. They're trying to make the summer travel season go better. But remember, Robin, this is the first season post-COVID. COVID, where we're going to really test the system. Patience will be required. Patience will be required because uh, the system is a mess because the government shut down our society and the reverberations of the government shutdown continue to cause tremors in our society. But the part of this that I love, I love this interview because it's about the professional lying class. The lying, the one percenters, their job is to cover up for the one percenters. This expert, ABC News is putting on an expert who's lying to you and lying in the interview to his coworker by saying the airlines are incredibly safe. She doesn't ask by what measure. So we are only left to guess. But then he tells us they're not safe because they're they're short. They've only got 75 percent of the personnel they need. And he goes on to say that the same thing is going on in the towers. And then I say to you, we've got to go back to what Brett Weinstein said. Posiwid. Posiwid. Yeah. Purpose of system is what it does. Right. It's an acronym. Right. What it means is. I don't care what that object claims to be doing. I don't. In other words, he's claiming, the expert is claiming it's a safe system while he's telling us it's not and why it's not and how much work they're doing to try to fix it. It's very bizarre, but fun. 860-522-9842. We'll break for news and have some more conversation coming your way on WTIC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Why wait? Come on. Oh, come on. Why wait? You can rant right now at 860-751-4698 on the Todd Feinberg Show. Yes, it's WTIC. You are here, and we appreciate it. 860-522-9842. We'll do the rants in an hour and a half. The rant line number, 860-751-4698. Dave from Brantford. Hello there, sir. Uh, Todd, a media complaint, if you don't mind. Last night on Channel 8, WTNH out of New Haven, from 7 to 8 o'clock, they did a, a special on education called Educating Connecticut, a town hall meeting. And the uh, six people they assembled for the panel, they had th- uh, three teachers, two from New Haven and one from Hamden, mm-hmm. one ex-teacher who burned out, the head of the CEA, the Connecticut Education Association, mm-hmm. the big, bad national union chapter yep. from Connecticut, and a senator who was Doug McCrory from the big, bad city of Hartford. Beautiful. So they had the uh, entire left wing there, huh? All the failed insiders. And you wonder, why didn't they have anyone from a parochial school, a private school? How about some parents who, from the outside, looking in, can see where the failures are? Uh, it would be no surprise that Doug McCrory thought we needed more funding and more diversity, read more black teachers for the black schools in the city. He presented, of course, no evidence. Why would that give improved results? And basically they talked about 84% of the kids in the city of New Haven are not at grade level for the reading and the the math. And how are we going to solve it? And they, uh, one more thing, they broke it into chapters, burnout, recruitment, diversity, mental health, uh, funding and safety, all stuff that the teachers themselves would worry, uh, would worry about. It was no surprise the CEA lady thought we needed to raise the starting wage to 60,000, an increase of 10,000. Uh, before I go, Todd, I'll bet anything if we lowered the starting wage 10,000, we might get better results. And how about hiring some non-union teachers, maybe people from industry? And so the problem is not that Channel 8 tried to do it, that they're so lazy. They went to all the failed left-wing insiders that Mm -hmm. brought us to this mess. And uh, because it happened last night, I wanted to mention it on your show now. Thank you for doing that. Explain why you think the system would be better off if a bunch of them quit without raises. I think you need people whose dedication is to the kids, not to the money and a lifetime tenure. And some of the best teachers I ever had were creatures of industry. 
mm-hmm. who late in their career either retired or moved on into education, uh, a biologist, and we had a guy who worked for the electric company who taught physics. They were the most exciting teachers, and they really taught you something different than just get through the day. Uh, I didn't want to hear a bunch of teachers who thought we need mental health professionals because teaching is such a stressful job, which was one of the points the burned out teacher made. And that might be true, but (laughs) nobody ever asked. You only work every other day. Why is there so much stress in your job? You know, the 185 days of required education out of a year, 365. uh, I think they get paid quite enough, thank you, for the number of days they work. Um, but basically, Channel 8 misfired. Why are they so lazy in who they get on these panels? And you let me say it. Well, thank you, sir. Good to hear from you, Dave. 860-522-9842. So education points. The, um, there is plenty of money paid for teachers. The trouble is that it is union-controlled, so good teachers can't make good money. Great teachers can't make great money, and poor teachers can't make poor money. And that's how it should work. Like everything else in the world, you get paid based on your ability to perform the job. And then you should be released from the job of teaching if you're not a great teacher. Let it move on to somebody else. So I think there's plenty of money in the system. As a matter of fact, I was just looking at... There's a story in The Current that came out this afternoon that lays out how much money is spent on the Hartford Public Schools. The the numbers were kind of stunning, and I'm not great at math, so I'm hoping I didn't mess it up. But what I saw was, well, it's possible, yes. It's likely I got it wrong, so if anybody can check it. But it says that the, um, it says that the school system costs... $441 million a year, the Hartford Public Schools, $441 million a year, which divided by 17,000 students comes to, uh, did I write it down, $24,800 per student a year, roughly. Now, this is discrepant to what they say per pupil spending is. So I'm curious about that because unless I'm misremembering, but my recollection is it's around 17,000 for the Hartford Public Schools. But maybe I'm just misremembering that. But nevertheless, the interesting thing about these numbers is the sheer amount of money. It's a huge amount of money that gets spent on education. There is no requirement that the results be good. And they don't even make ends meet. Projected revenues for next year, that is tax dollars that they'll be receiving, is $417 million. And their projected expenses are $441 million. I've got to read you some of the story because it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre, this story. Like, I don't, I don't even know what they're talking about because they, well, listen to it. Uh, There are 16,827 students attending Hartford Public Schools and a long list of administrators to help make it all happen. The Hartford Current, through a Freedom of Information Act request, obtained the payroll for the district's 23 top wage earners for the fiscal year that we're in right now, 22 to 23. Some of the salaries may seem large, 
but they are a tiny proportion of this year's Hartford Public School budget of $423 million. Although Hartford Public Schools are tackling a $24 million deficit for next year, it appears unlikely the solution will be to cut any of the school system's top 23 wage earners. Hartford Public Schools spokesman Jesse Sugarman said the central office staff make up only about 9% of the entire budget, and that, which is almost 10%, just for roughing it out. That seems like a lot. That seems like a lot for the central office people to make up nearly 10% of the budget. But Jesse Sugarman says they are all invaluable members of the school system benefiting our students. Now, I just wanted to remind you once again about this Posiwid thing that Brett Weinstein is talking about with his wife. They are evolutionary biologists. And they're looking at, they're using the, the logic of systems that they've learned as biologists to talk about what goes on in government. Posiwid? Posiwid, yeah. Purpose of system is what it does. Right. It's an acronym. Right. The purpose of the system is what it does. And if we listen to Jesse Sugarman, the spokesman for the system, and we listen to them defend the fact that 10% of the... Um, spending goes to the uh, on salaries goes to the people in the central office and he talks about how wonderful the central office is and how you can't touch any of them because they're essential what is he saying if we plug that into the posiwid model posiwid posiwid yeah purpose of system is what it does right the purpose of the system for the people who run it is to make sure they make their big salaries. It's an acronym. Right. What it means is I don't care what that object claims to be doing. I don't even care what the people who built the object think it does. The purpose of the object is what it does. And the, the purpose of the object is what it does. So what the object of public education does is it rigs the system so there is endless amounts of money to pay endless amounts of people to deliver a very poor product. And that system supports the power structure. And the power structure won't make ends meet. They won't even cut. They won't even cut their budget to balance it. Their intention is to go forward losing more money all the time. The system is not an education system. It is a shakedown system that you are required to pay for. That's the posiwid. Look at it. A system is what it does. Rips off people, uses distorted standards that are designed to make sure it fails. Come on. Who runs a business in such a way where all workers, no matter how good they are or how bad they are, make the same amount of money. Who does that? Anybody know a place like that? Anybody know a place that gets great results by saying the longer you stay and the more bored you are with your work and the more you're just mailing it in so you can find a way to get to the end of your working days? Who has a system where they pay those people the most? Who does that? 
And who would expect anything good to come from a system built like that? Again, the system is not what it claims to be. It is what it does. 860-522-9842. A short break and then a long conversation coming your way on WTIC. Now back to the Don Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yes, it's WTIC. And we're going to talk to Don in East Hartford. Hello there, Don. Hey, Todd. I just want to make two quick points. One, okay. what, what happens to the PTO what in, the, in, the, in, the, in the inner cities? What role do they play in all of this education for the inner city kids? I'm sorry, what role does who play? The PTO. The parent-teacher organization. I don't know. You tell me what role does it play. That's what I'm asking because it seems like they're dormant. They're not. I don't hear. I don't hear any representative from that organization speaking up about the quality education for their kids. Yeah, I don't. I don't know of parent-teacher organizations that ever challenge the um, the structure of the system or the failures of the school system. That's really interesting. I'm going to look into it. I do believe I've heard stuff about them being. Uh, toothless, but but I don't know if that's true or not, or if they are active or not. So I will look into it. Yeah, are they going to the meetings and speaking up about the quality education for their kids? Yeah, and what was part two? You you had another comment question, Don. Is this what it was doing to Tom? This the uh, the phone system. It was just going silent. Yeah. Want to just check and see if Don's still there? Because the line didn't drop. He just went silent. So let's see if he's uh, if he's still trying to talk and, and maybe it's just not getting through or maybe we could reconnect with him because I want to hear I want to hear his second question. The um, if anybody knows about the parent teacher organizations in Hartford or anywhere, actually, it would be interesting to know what's going on with um with parents and how parents feel about the schools because the the results are not good you know the graduation rates are too high and the test rate uh, performances are too low and when you juxtapose those two things those numbers taken in tandem high levels of the graduation rate goes up every year they've got a stunningly high graduation rate and they've got a stunningly low rate of um, being effective at, I forget what the word is. What's the word they use? Proficient. The proficiency rates are very, very low. And part one for any parent-teacher organization should be, why, why is everyone graduating, but everyone's not learning? Why do you graduate people who are not proficient in their areas of study. In other words, why do we have a system whose purpose is not to educate children? Back to Posiwid. Posiwid? Posiwid, yeah. Purpose of system is what it does. Right. It's an acronym. Right. What it means is. So if the system 
graduate students who have not become proficient in the material they're studying, what is the purpose of the system but to employ people and make sure they're happy so they will vote for people? So you employ them, but you don't ask anything of them, have no expectations and no challenges. Right. What it means is I don't care what that object claims to be doing. I don't even care what the people who built the object think it does. The purpose of the object is what it does. The purpose of public schools is to make sure that diplomas are given to students who have not learned. That's how we extend the logic from the evolutionary biologists, from the scientists of how to evaluate systems. I love this logic. It's beautiful. Beautiful paradigm to, uh, to, to take a look at things. The purpose of schools is to fail to educate people, but to make sure they have a piece of paper saying they are educated and to employ incredible numbers of people and incredible amounts of money to make it happen. $477 million, that's half a billion dollars a year. It costs to make sure that the Hartford Public Schools graduate lots of kids who haven't learned much and prepares others to do the same each year because that's what it does. The purpose of a system is not what it says it is, but what it actually does. What is the product it delivers? If you go to a restaurant and they say they're going to give you the best steak you've ever had, so tender, but they give you a tough one, and that happens over and over, you wouldn't say the purpose of that restaurant is to deliver a tender steak. <laughs> you would say that's their fake claim. Don't go there. Don't go there. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Rant line number seven five one forty six ninety eight. Yep, it's rant line time in about an hour and fifteen minutes. Right now, BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, where we find Mark Christopher. What's going on today, Mark? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.